Hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the May 9th edition of this podcast. Three things for today, starting off with 30 minutes to kickstart the change in you that you are earning for, three quotes for the week as usual, and the final one, this is my favorite, it's an email from a student on six months of progress and I highly, highly, highly recommend you read it or listen to it. All right, let's get started with 30 minutes. Three months, 30 minutes per day, simple formula for a new you. Now the first thing you need to know is that getting stronger, getting fitter, losing weight, whatever it is that you think you want is possible, okay? It totally is possible. It's a simple process that requires hard work and consistency. Now, whatever our genetics or our existing baggage of poor health, of years and years of bad habits, whatever it is, you can get stronger. Yes, you can. Stamina is an even simpler problem than strength. Likewise with flexibility. Why? Well, the barrier for entry for improving your stamina or endurance and flexibility is lower. Strength training, there's things you need to learn better technique or equipment or learning to use your own body weight, things like that. So if you spend 30 minutes a day for the next three months on a very simple protocol for stamina and flexibility, oh my, you will see immense change. Start small, start today. Don't waste your time researching the best method. There's no such thing as the best method. There are many methods out there that work. There are many stupid methods out there that work for the short term. There are many sensible methods that work for the long term, but they might not work for you because you need to translate them into context. Point is, don't think too much. Do something daily for 30 minutes. Do it for three months. Don't pick something that yells fad. Here's my simple suggestion. Three days of the week, you're going to walk, or if you prefer to run, run. 30 minutes, how much distance can you cover? Now, let's say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're going walking. Every time you go and walk, you're going to try to cover a bit more distance. You can say a bit more is 10 meters or 50 meters, whatever it is. And when you get stuck, because there is a limit to how fast you can walk. Maybe in a few sessions, you cover the same say three and a half kilometers in 30 minutes and it's more or less 
there. You might start off at two and a half or two kilometers. But when we get stuck at that distance, now increase the time to 40 minutes. Likewise, repeat until maybe you can cap it off at 60 minutes. Now the other three days, do something about your flexibility. Feeling tight, these kind of joint pains, oh, I can't uh, sit, my knee hurts, my back hurts. Most of us just need to loosen up. And again, there's a bunch of things out there, but come on, yoga is something all around you. It works. You can find a yoga teacher online. You can find a 30-minute routine on YouTube or my recommendation, do the Surya Namaskaram for 30 minutes daily or three days a week at least. So three days a week walking, three days a week Surya Namaskaram or seven days a week walking or seven days a week a Surya Namaskaram. Just start with 30 minutes per day and do it for three months and I would love for you to do it and write back to me. You can take control in just 30 minutes a day. Well, that's that post. Let's move on to three quotes for this week. The first one by Tony Robbins. If you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. Now, the context behind this comes from Tony Robbins' 10-minute uh, morning routine. And what he's basically trying to say is if your life is so busy and hectic that you are unable to carve out 10 minutes for something, whether it is 10 minutes to meditate, 10 minutes to read, or 10 minutes to stretch, 10 minutes to sit still, whatever it is, you have a problem. Now, over the last year and some, I've in in uh, trying to keep myself busy, I've added or I've tried to add multiple 10-minute activities to my plate. Some of them are, say, meditation, uh, writing my journal, uh, doing some breathing drills, and a few more that fell by the wayside. The first six months, there were many stop starts in these three. There was a lot of irregularity. I didn't see the point. I didn't know if I was doing them right. I still don't. Or I would find myself justifying how busy I am when I didn't do it. Now, when people tell me they don't have an hour in their day to spend on their body, you know, or to dedicate it to bettering their health, well, I've been there. And I know it is simply about not prioritizing it. Well, duh. Same lesson, if I'm not prioritizing this activity, then I'm never going to find 10 minutes for it. Even I'm never going to find one minute for it. So I realized I needed to make time for it. It was not going to magically happen. And so more often than not, the past uh, five months, I've been able to do these three 10-minute activities, I would say five out of seven days of the week. And 
I'm going to hopefully try to do this for the rest of the year and more. Again, comes down to, is it truly a priority? If it is, well, you'll figure out a way to make it happen. The second quote by Derek Sivers, if information was the answer, then we'd all be billionaires with perfect abs. I love this guy. Everything I wanted to say, he said it better. I just need to find it. And the final quote by Bruce Lee, the change is from inner to outer. We start by dissolving our attitude, not by altering outer conditions. Uh, you know the feeling, other people are annoying, they irritate you, they are the problem, we sucked. We want others to change, if only they were nicer, if only they gave us more time, if only they didn't bother us, blah, blah, blah. You think changing your current setting, so getting a new work desk or changing the orientation of the room will magically make us better product, better and extra productive, but maybe not. Now, while a cluttered desk or a messy workspace will make it hard for you to focus, I think the real change, maybe the only change possible, is internal. And finally, the last post for today. This is an email from a student of mine on his uh, six months of progress. It was sent to me a couple of weeks ago. Now, this person, young man, is just about to start college. So his past year has been, well, obviously stressful, just like your life has been stressful. Now you might say, come on, he's just finishing school, he's just going to college. What stresses does he have in life? Well. Yeah, to him, these are the biggest stresses of his young life, right? Like picking college, studying for college, and going through a pandemic. Now, I love this email, not because he makes me look like a genius coach, but because it epitomizes what we try and do at the court. We want to educate we want to show you why sustainable long-term thinking is the right way. And most of all, we want to show you that the magic ingredient is you. We need you to be part of this combination to make change. We can't just stand by ourselves and say we have the best method. We have a good method and we will help you contextualize it. We will help you identify what and how it works for you, but it does require a lot from you. So, on to his email. Hello, Coach Arvind. I hope you're doing well and everyone is safe from this oncoming second wave. 
It has been exactly six months and one week since I started working on my lifestyle more actively after seeking your advice. I began in October weighing a very unhealthy 129 kilos, not feeling fit, regularly tired both mentally and physically. However, I'm glad I took the decision to work on something that I had the time and ability to work on and approached you. All right, let me just hit pause there. Now, obviously this was sent, like I told you, a few weeks ago. And this young man has been working with us for a little bit longer than these six months. So it's not that he joined in and it was all, you know, biscuits and gravy from there. It was a lot of stop-start. As I told you, he's been studying 12-plus hour days, sitting too much, and obviously, you know, sitting at home, having the usual cravings. I mean, come on, he's a kid. And in addition, not having enough sleep, stressing about how the current world scenario will affect his college, going to college, I mean, and showing up tired to class when we had class and are having to deal with class online. So in his universe, yeah, things were rough. It wasn't straightforward. Back to his email. You taught me how to eat instead of directing me on what to eat. In the sense, you did suggest me things, but you also allowed me to figure things out and patiently gave me feedback. Well, that is what has allowed me to now maintain a mostly consistent diet for half a year now. The funny thing is, I did not realize half a year has passed by. Before, if someone asked me to maintain a consistent diet for six months, I would have definitely thought of it as a tedious task. However, now it has been almost casual and integral part of my day-to-day -day life. I remember how you used to explain to us about good reps, how good reps eventually become rote memory and in turn ensure optimal training and ensure against injury in the long run. I realized that every time I had a good day with respect to the food I ate, it was a good rep. My brain felt that whatever I ate was sufficient, was tasty, and didn't have any FOMO. A good diet rep, if I may, he says. As of today, I weigh in at 110 kilos, 19 kilos lighter, than when I had begun. And like you've always insisted, I've been measuring inch, inch loss primarily. He clarifies. However, checking the scales occasionally to see myself losing a few kilos is a great feeling. And I've almost lost 10 plus centimeters on my chest and waist. And my thigh is more muscular. 
So, that's what this young man has to say. And what I learned from this and what I think we can all learn, however successful we are in this, well, there's a few things. One, good reps. A good diet rep, like he refers to, in the case of a diet. Now, everything in life depends on good reps. The more good reps, the better our skill. The more good reps, the more it becomes our habit. And the better the end product. Now, if you can learn to look at things not in an isolated fashion, but over weeks and months and years and how many good reps, I think it provides us a good amount of leeway and potential and capacity for great growth. The second thing, and I think this is amongst the more important ones, is figuring out things for yourself. As I told you earlier, there are a lot of right methods. There are a lot of wrong methods, but let's assume we have a filter and we are looking only at right methods, whatever right means. You still need to contextualize them for you. Some might work for you. For example, lifting weights might be for you. Maybe kettlebells are for you. Maybe barbells are for you. Maybe neither are for you. Maybe you want to do calisthenics. Some might work. Some might not. Those that work for you does not mean they'll work for your friend. It is not about the method, but about the context translation that you need to do for your life. What box does it check? Where does it fit into your day, your week, your month, your goals, your ambitions, the change you're trying to create? Every successful student contextualizes the method for themselves. The third thing, patience. Believe in the process. Keep putting in good reps. Stay in the game. Fourth learning. You need to recognize that you do not want to be here. As I told you, it took a little bit of time for the person who wrote this email to create that intent and say, I do not want to be here. Of course, he showed intent when he joined the quad. He showed intent when he showed up. But it was not until something changed in his mind when he realized how much better effort he had to put in that things started to change. Right? Imagine 12 hour work days, sitting too much, which caused you know back pain and hip tightness and all of that, and the stress that all of us are going through, the anxiety of the unknown, so many things. And for some of us, it might not be the right time to make change. But for some of us, it might be the exact time to make change. And finally, the last one, got to do the work. There's no way around this diligence. You got to persevere one step at a time, one day at a time. You will slip up, but that's okay. I was 
extremely inspired to read this email and to learn from this young man. It's just, just so many smart and wonderful things uh, that he's, he's done here that I can pick something from to teach others and to teach myself. I highly encourage you to read his email and think about it for yourself. Your learnings might be different from the ones that I saw, which is okay. In fact, that's how it should be. Well, that's pretty much it for this week. Thanks for listening and uh, stay safe. I will see you here next week. This is Coach AA signing off.